Welcome to a new episode on the Village Conversations. I'm your host, Rafili Ramatlodin Globo. True to the promise I made to host some inspirational interviews and conversations with people doing amazing things out there, today I've got a special guest with me for our very first interview. My guest is a dynamic woman with a passion for people. Her heart is centered around the development and empowerment of people to live out their God-given purpose. She is a qualified environmental management specialist, a theology and Bible studies graduate, an associate pastor, and a youth worker at one of the Doxa Deo network of schools. She is also the founder of Lesedi Foundation, which has been making an impact in Mamelodi East since it was established. The City Foundation has hosted numerous talent shows to develop and hone youth talents within the art space. The foundation has also adopted two primary schools in Mamelodi East, ensuring that the needy and often children receive toiletries regularly. Well, if you aren't inspired yet, wait till you hear the, the stories from the horse's mouth. Sislindi Mashabani, welcome to Village Conversations, the podcast. Thank you so, so much for making time to chat with me. Thanks. Um, I know that you're very busy, so I'm really grateful for this time that you've made for me. Please say hello to the listeners. Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And thank you for listening to this particular thank conversation. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much also, Rafila, for having me. Thank you, thank you for me. agreeing yeah. to do this mm-hmm. with me. Um, so I'm one person who likes to know what really makes somebody you know whether you're a man or a woman whatever so I'm going to be digging deeper today and please just do play along okay (laughs) so your profile is very (laughs) so your profile is very impressive um (laughs) Besides the qualifications, the accolades, the passion projects, and everything that keeps you busy, who is Lindy Mashabani? Okay, first of all, Lindy Mashabani, she, she is a daughter, you know, of, of parents who are still alive even today, of Elizabeth and Solomon Mashabani. I was born and bred in Mamilodi. And I am second uh, born, and I am even the last born. I come from a very small family. It's only two parents and two children. I have an Mm -hmm. elder brother. And most of the people, maybe they might be questioning themselves, am I a believer or I'm just a believer? But I'm a believer in Christ, a firm believer in Christ. And I grew up in a broken family. You know, um, I know how it feels like not to have anything, Mm -hmm. really. Uh, I was going through, you know, my life story. And and this year I shared something with some people. I said, you know, there were times we did not even have a bath soap. There were times we did not even have, you know, a lotion, a body lotion, for example. So I I know how, how it is to struggle. So I come from that kind of an environment whereby we had nothing at all. And within that particular uh, environment, it was broken to a level whereby I I was exposed to emotional and Mm -hmm. physical abuse, 
you know, this is what I was exposed to within my family. Uh, my my father was very much abusive physically and, and emotionally, so I've been exposed, you know, to that. I know how it feels, you know, to see a woman being beaten mm. up to a point of death. And that's me. That's, that's my life story. I do love people. And I'm very shy, you know, uh, thinking about me, I'm, I'm shy. It's just that God is using a shy person mm. in a public space. I'm an introvert. I love my own space. You know, I can be within a crowd, but at some point I just want to escape a crowd. So I love my own space. And, and usually what do I do in my spare time? You know, I just spend time, you know, with my family. If I do get a time to spend, you know, time with them, because there are times whereby I'm running, running, running up until such a time whereby I say, you know what, you need to really spend time, you know, with family. Sometimes I do go out with friends, people who are very close, you know, to me. And I'm very much inquisitive. I'm that kind of a person who questions things a lot. I'm also very much analytical, you know, um, that kind of a person who analyzes almost everything. Mm -hmm. I love research. I do research. In my spare time, I do research. I research a lot so that I can educate myself in many different Mm -hmm. aspects, you know, of life. Wow. That's me. Wow, what a mouthful. And you touched on a point that is so close to my heart. I mean, the foundation that you grew up with and obviously the culture that you grew up in where it was physically and emotionally abusive. Yeah. It relates so much to the environment that I also grew up in. And I think as a result of that, one it gets to a point where it's like you draw into yourself and you you just want to close yourself off of the world, you know, which is why I think, like you you said, Mm -hmm. you're an introvert. I also see myself as an introvert. But most people, 90% of the people who know me, they're like, nah, you're not an introvert. So it's like, (laughs) it's like always so (laughs) conflicting. I see myself as this person because I love my space, you know, I always want to be alone and, you know, but also I'm not one to mm. like always want to be in the forefront, but I mean, it's just interesting how okay. God always just uses our perceived weaknesses as the, the, the one thing, the one key yeah. thing that will help you actually grow into something that you never thought you'd be. And this is what I've taken now from um, your introduction, that you see yourself as an introvert, but at the same yeah. time, the kind of work that you do <laughs> needs you to be out there, mingling and networking with people. So true. I don't know, how are you balancing yes. all of that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like yes, me to tell you how I do. balance how all of balance that? that? Um, okay, uh, getting out there and, and networking with people, you know, when, when God has laid a passion like in you and you, you know that you can't, do, mm-hmm. you can't do it by yourself, you know, when he has given you a vision, there are people that he has predestined, mm-hmm. you know, for your path. And therefore, one cannot just sit and say, I'm an introvert and therefore I cannot even go out and network, you know, with people because the vision is not for an individual. 
the vision is for mm-hmm. the people or for the beneficiaries. So in order for people to benefit or communities to benefit, one has to go out there. So what I usually do, I have a conversation with myself and I just say, you know what, this is what you are supposed to do. You are going to that space, to that place, to that event or that gathering, and you are just going to make sure that you you network, you know, with people so that, you know, the vision that God has given you, mm-hmm. it can be amplified and, and it can you can actually be enabled to be more effective. You know, yeah, it's just having a conversation with myself almost every day. Yes, I do do that because of one cannot just shy away, you yeah. know, from, from the public eye. That's, okay. that's no, how that's I do it. And I mean, mm-hmm. the amplification mm-hmm. of everything that you need to be doing comes from actually acknowledging that mm-hmm. this, is, this isn't about me. <laughs> it's about the bigger, the, the bigger cause that God yeah. has called me for. And therefore... He will capacitate me. Okay, no, yeah. that's great. It's good to hear. You're inspiring yeah. me too because, hey, sometimes it gets so hectic. It's just like, oh, can I just be back into my shell? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but here we yeah. are. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, since yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. from the first time I heard about you. So, by the way, since Lindy and I, Got to know each other through a mutual friend. Um, shout out to Ivy for connecting us. So since I heard about um, the work that you yeah. do, the kind of person that you are, it was a time when I was planning the marriage retreat, remember? And I was looking for people to come and speak yes, to the couples, you know, do some exercises with them. And for the fact that you yeah. didn't know me, but you so wanted to be a part of this thing. I think that's when this interesting um, development between you and I came, the relationship was built. And outside of chatting with UIV, you and I were chatting directly as if like we've known each other for the longest time. Yes. So, yeah. And also I've seen some of the work that you guys are pushing out there um, for Lisey. So I just... Mm-hmm. Your passion for people and charity strikes me a lot, to be honest. So maybe just give us a, mm. just a tiny bit of info on how and when you got into it and what actually drove you so much into the kind of work that you do. Um, I, can, I can actually say the first thing that I would like to say is that, you know, as I said, that I come from a broken, broken family, mm-hmm. right? Um, one of the greatest things that pushed me, you know, to do what I'm doing today is to, is my background, Mm -hmm. because I know how it is to completely have nothing, you know, nothing at all, even food at all. But I was exposed to to this because I am reminded of my grand, my grandmother, uh, Sis Lindy with her, with my brother, and that woman, she was, oh. she, she was a dynamic who raised, mm-hmm. you know, people before us, and, and those are the children mm-hmm. that were not even connected to her, you know, and, and this is what I was exposed, and when she passed on 1985, then we went back to live with our parents now every day. Mm-hmm. I saw my mother feeding 
you know, families out of nothing. You know, we would have the smallest sugar ever, the last, you know, milli meal ever. And she will share, you know, that with other people. And every time she will come across people who are somehow naked in, in a manner of not having enough clothes, or maybe mm. they are not warm, it's winter, then she will share our clothes, you know, with, with, with such people. So she raised a lot, you know, of children across uh, Mamilodi. She fed families out of nothing. And I remember, you know, some years back, there's another guy who came across him and, and he said to him, you know what, I thank wow. you for, for the work that you have done for us. Because uh, fed, mm. you know, at the time that our father was not even there, you know, for us. And now wow. he's an adult, he's married, he's got a house, you know. So being used to that, I believe mm. that a seed was sowed then. This is what I believe. What I saw. And, and moving from the home structure then, when I was in tertiary, you know, I always had people coming into my room and my tertiary was a difficult, you know, tertiary life because uh, one, one was not mm. privileged as other students were privileged. So others will just, you know what, I, I just need five friends and I happen to have five friends and I will give them five friends. Most of the people who had mm. issues, you know, with food will always come into into my yes, room and, and remember yes. i did not even have enough you know and, and what happened at that particular time there was a certain lady she was very very much intelligent all the way from limpopo and she she happened to to fall pregnant and and what really uh, uh, touched me was each and every single time when she came you know to to school to attend classes mm. she 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 first stepped into my room and she will say, you know what, now I'm, I'm hungry. You know, I'm hungry. And I will make tea, you know, with bread, whatever that I have. So I think it started there because I always had, you know, a passion of, of working with people. Well, I was in high school, you know, there were people who will ask me, sometimes we sit around as friends, okay, fine, what is it that you want to do? And I will say, you know what, one of the greatest things that I want mm. to do is just, you know, to work with people. And, and at the very same time, to be a representative yeah. of the people that are marginalized, you know, in life. Because when you are marginalized, sometimes mm -hmm. you are squashed and you feel as though you cannot achieve anything like in life. So I, I grew up with that seed within me. Then when I became born again, when I came into the church where I fellowship now, then I came across young people who are coming from the informal settlements. And these are young people, if I look at them today, and I'm like, if I did not do mm. the work then, I don't wow. believe they could have been where they are, you know, today. From informal settlement, from, from families whereby fathers, they are nowhere to be found. They just vanished and they are raised mm. either by their mothers or their grandparents or guardians. And, and one had from that aspect to say these, they are young people, but I don't see them as young people. I see them as gifts. And because they are gifts, therefore, yes. one has to identify the needs that they have. So I started, you know, a movement, a motion within the, within the church. It was myself and Ivy and the other friend, 
you know, that, that we have Helen and we said we are contributing a specific amount of money and we are just going to buy toiletries and we are just going to buy whatsoever that they need mm. and therefore we distributed that within the church. And th that is how it came about because of my passion <coughs> was why should I see people suffer and just, you know, turn a blind eye mm. and actually say, yeah. Ugh, yeah. that is none of my business. It is my business because... If they are struggling, they are suffering, that means when I see the suffering, I have an, a duty or an obligation to make sure that, you know, I ease their lives. So that is how it came about. So my passion grew each and every year. It was just growing. Then it was extended oh, so from the church. Because you find the... that most times when we are going through our own set of troubles and challenges, we tend to just, um, you know, keep a blind eye to what's actually yeah. going on around us. Because, for instance, you might see somebody that is hungry, but you are yeah. also thinking, this man thinks I'm a bit tight. So if I yeah. share this five rent that I have, Nami, what am I going to be left with? About? So it's amazing how you've yeah. always just consistently shared yeah. and overextended yourself in, in order to, to support others, you know. And it's just what strikes me a lot is the fact that you've just been sharing what you have, you know. It's not Okuti, you were trying to go and source yeah. this and that from wherever. Yeah. You shared what you have, which that which God had given you for that particular day. If somebody came and yeah. needed something, you shared exactly that, mm -hmm. which is what I think mm -hmm. um, I'm taking from from this that you've said, yeah. Okuti. You know, don't just focus on on you and what your needs are and be worried about, oh, if now I share my five rent today, ooh, what am I going to have tomorrow, you know? Because, I mean, from, <laughs> from the journey that you've gone yeah. through, it just tells me that it's been a, a journey of faith and God has been there providing every step of the way, literally. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> to be, yeah, which is true. To be honest, he, he has been providing. And, you know, sometimes you, you, you I will give. And to be honest, uh, Taisha mm. School, I never, I never slept without eating a meal. Because uh, I would have friends who said, no, come and eat with us. And by then, mm. they don't even know that I have nothing in my locker. So that's me. And I was not even a Christian at that particular time. But I was just applying a principle that I never yes. thought that yes. it was, you know, a, a godly biblical Amazing, principle hey? at that particular time. Sure. Mm. I'm getting goosebumps and shit, you know. But yeah. <laughs> It's just amazing how, yeah, it's just amazing how God works, you know, and he works through people. He always works through yeah. people. Um, okay, so just um, tell me a little bit about the work that mm. you do, Golisedi Foundation. Um, what is it that you guys do there? Okay. Uh, all right. So usually what we do there at, at the City Foundation, um, our vision, first of all, is to, 
is to reach out to communities and to empower and develop young people, including children, in every area of life. So basically what we do, we go into a community and we identify, before going to a community, we identify socioeconomic factors and challenges that young people could be going through at that particular time and season. And therefore, what we do, I'm going to share mm -hmm. a little bit about what we did in another community. What we do, then we go into, you know, different houses because it was an informal settlement and we go into house to house, we introduce ourselves who we are and we just wanted to host or to establish a literacy lab because we had generally identified and recognized that we have children who are going to school, but mm -hmm. they are not, the reading culture has died, you know. And these are young people who are just going to school. They go in and out of school, in and out of school. They are lazy to study, you know, such of, such things. And because of that, we we just decided that we are going in and we are just going to help you know, the children and the young people of that particular area, three core subjects, because the curriculum yes, now says that yes. if you fail mathematics, you fail. If you fail language, you fail. Yeah, so we, we were focused on three major uh, uh, subjects. But the main thing is that even as we go into communities and, and we are doing such a project like Literacy Club, we are doing another program that we are doing. It's, it's, it's a holiday club, whereby during the holidays, yes. especially during mm -hmm. holidays, three weeks is a lot. It's a lot of days. So we occupy one week or two weeks, and then we are actually saying that we are coming in, and after the parents, they have consented, and then they, they release their children, and they are coming. And, and within those, those days, there will be an, an academic day, there will be an art day, mm -hmm. there will be a talent show day. You know, we, we just make sure that we are just, you know, a, a empowering these children so that ultimately they can, they can see life in, in the light of God, yes. not in the light of where they are being born, you know. And, and this is what we do. And, and another thing that we do is that we host, we hosted uh, business seminars because we, we really identified that there are a lot of young people who have business ideas, but they are just mm. holding their arms. Some, they are waiting for funding. They are actually saying we want funding because there was another time when we hosted the talent show. A young person came to me, no, you know what, I, am, I have a brand and I'm clothing you know, t-shirts, I'm branding t-shirts and, and I want a sponsor. Mm. I said, what do you do? What is it that you do? No, I just want a sponsor. So we host business seminars so that young people, they can be empowered with knowledge as to how to start a business, what is a business, how to grow a business. And there, we ourselves are not the one who are, are giving presentation. We will just go around, mm -hmm. you know, Mami Lodi, just identify young entrepreneurs who will come and just, you know, give knowledge to enlighten those who want mm -hmm. to embark on the journey of entrepreneurship. And we are also hosting um, the talent show. The talent show, we gather young people and they just come in different talents and as they come in different talents, we, we give them uh, prizes. 
last year it was for the first time that our prize was money mm-hmm. and other years it was trophies and certificates and and one thing that is that touched us is that there, there is no event that we do oh, that we do not get a positive report especially when young people will just will just whatsapp mm. you and say you know you gave me a chance to can actually display my talent you 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 know you gave me knowledge and now I am starting the business you know su- such things and and we also have a record of young people who have been part of the business seminar others that have been part of the concert and today they are running now they are pursuing their talents and they are pursuing you know their dreams and and it is just again mm. an informal way of winning them over to Christ because we have identified that young people they are caught up in many things that are destroying them and this is one way of getting them to believe that Jesus, he is our Lord and he is our savior and that he died for their sins. So in each and every event that we do, we always invite a motivational speaker who will come and speak and thereafter a motivational speaker who will also you know, speak about Jesus in an informal youthish way that will make them you know, to see that yes. Jesus, he is the way, the truth and the life. And when they believe in him, start to run and pursue, you know, their talents. So most of them, they will come back and they will say, you know what, I am doing one, two, three. There's another one I am, I'm, I'm still busy with. And then she said to me, I want to start a movement. So, so for me, it's, it's more yes. of this is God. It cannot be anyone else. And every time when the winners will be announced, you know, the tears that will, that will fall, mm from the people who have won the competition. It, it's something that really touches us and it stays with us. And because of that, that is the reason why we are still we are still running and we are still pushing yes. and we are like we, we do we will not end in mamilogy. That's yeah, so that's beautiful. Empowerment really way. comes in yes. various ways, hey? And <laughs> What better way to make it also fun for for the young ones to yeah, go close to God? Because most 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 of the young ones, I mean, I remember not that I'm that old, but mm. back in the days, we used to find church so boring because you know you go to church and then yeah. um these older people are singing and they're dragging yeah. their songs and they, you find yourself you so you find yourself sleeping halfway through the church service. Ah. That's if they don't mm. spank you right there and then. Yeah. Um, but I mean, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I mean, um, <laughs> traditionally, um, church for for the young ones hasn't been that appealing. So it's great to have and integrate all these fun activities and things just to draw them yeah. close to God, you know, and to actually draw them much closer to to the truth. In all honesty, yeah. to the truth, yeah. yeah. And that's where I think real impact comes. Mm, true. That's true. where it comes. True. Yeah. Mm. And how has COVID nineteen yeah, affected true. your just deliverables true. at the mm. foundation? Um, to be honest, you know, uh, when when the year started, we had plans. Uh, we we already uh, planned to host 
two seminars and, and the concert this year. So mm. due to COVID, uh, we couldn't, you know, host uh, the the seminars and, and the concert. But uh, looking at it, to be honest, it was it was time. Mm-hmm. I believe that God wanted us to pause, to just say pause and, yeah. and look Look closely at the purpose that uh, the foundation has been has has been established for, and so we we have been looking at that, and and it's something that really struck me, so that I can be able to hear God, you know, as as the as the vision bearer, to can actually say, you know, what this is the time mm. for for you as Lissady Foundation to advance and you really need to occupy space, you know, and, and this is what I have been doing because with the, with the events, it's okay when young people, they are gathering together, but if we do not have space, Mm. therefore we cannot further, you know, mentor all of them or most of them. It is only expected you who we continually, you know, mentor. Then now we were led, to go to a particular uh, informal settlement, which is Leofontaine. And when I pursued and I went there just to hear the status quo, the challenges that are there, and now God made it a way that I come mm-hmm. across another organization, it is uh, Batupanda. You know, they are just uh, running with the soup kitchen, you know, project. And we connected, you know, with Batupanda. And I just presented, you know, a profile to them to can actually say we are for the community and we have been called to develop young people. And we are not here, you know, to take the glory and we are not here also to step, you know, the environment, but we Mm. are for the environment and we just need space that Mm. we can be allowed so that we can develop these children of this particular community. So God has actually been good in that aspect so that uh, preparing for 2021. So for me, COVID-19, it was more of a preparation phase and, and be clear of where you are going and where you are going you know, to do the work 2021 and far beyond. And it was also a season you know, for, for, for me also to know, communicate with some of the community leaders in Soshanguvi so that we can be granted space also yes. in Soshanguvi because the vision is not only for Mamelodi. It is, it, is, it is a big vision. So young people who are beyond Mamelodi. So our next township, it will be Soshanguvi. So it was more of having conversations with one of the leaders and who agreed and said, you know what, you can come over to, to our church, but we'll first have a meeting so that we can be able to understand as to what is the purpose and what is the vision. And thereafter, mm. you are more than welcome to do the work also in Soshanguwe. So, yeah, for me, it was a blessing. COVID-19, it was a blessing so that we can be able to know no, that post-COVID, so what is it that we most of the times we... We neglect to pause and reflect, and there is so much power in doing that. Because yeah. hey, yeah. sometimes you can just go, 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 and you find yeah. yourself drowning, and you find yourself so mm. much further from what you had initially yeah. intended, you know, or planned. So it's good pause and reflect. 
pause and reflect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, it's it's very Post. important. I mean, also not just for the kinds yes. of projects that one is running, even for in our personal lives, we need to have those episodes where we just like, hey, let me pause and reflect, yeah. you know, just to bring ourselves closer to ourselves and not lose ourselves in all the, all of the stuff that we need to be doing. That is so yeah. profound. Okay, great. So now, please yeah. tell us about the role that you play as a youth worker at Doxadeo and the kind of impact that this is having on the learners. I mean, especially now during the, the new normal, as people have termed it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, as a youth worker, I, I am working within Edendale High School and also primary school. They are situated in Kalinen. So my role as a youth worker is to is to grow, you know, the spiritual aspect of learners. Is to grow the spiritual aspect of learners, but at the same time, is to raise, you know, leaders mm-hmm. leaders in the area of their giftings. So one of the major roles is to identify talents and gifts that the young people have and to nurture it, to grow it, and to mentor it, to groom it so that young people post-metric, they can Mm -hmm. be doing whatever that God has called them, you know, to do. So basically when I came um, within the, the school structure of Eden Day, then it was explained that your role will be that. And, and my role also is to mm-hmm. have one-on-one sessions. It's more of coaching. You know, you're coaching learners in, in the area of academic maybe challenges that they might be experiencing, maybe also in the area of uh, behavior patterns yes. that are contrary to, you know, Christianity and, and behavior patterns that we are able to see that... Um, they, the behavior patterns will mm. just make them not to accomplish anything in life. So we have an encounter, you know, with learners one-on-one and, and we speak with them. And, and to be honest, the impact that uh, one has seen ever since I started last year, May, there the, the are those who, who came and, and who said mm-hmm. to me, because I, I'm assigned to female learners, and, and those who have issues with depression, those who had issues with anxiety, you know, and stress. And, you know, with two sessions and and the learners will just be delivered from any other mental uh, illness that they they Mm. might be going through or maybe experiencing at that particular time. And and that it made me to see that God is at work because when others come back and they say to you, you know, based on these sessions. Therefore, I have, I have, I, I have seen change like in my life. And, and especially those maybe who might be suicidal, who actually said, I saw the reason why I was born mm. and the reason why I am alive this time and this season. So it's basically the, the, the spiritual aspect. We, I have seen, you know, young people being challenged, you know, spiritually. Uh, with spiritual messages that we will be preaching during COVID-19 season, we will be recording spiritual messages and we'll be sending it on on group WhatsApp 
so that the learners they can they can hear you know the message and and they will be greatly impacted by the message that they will even come back you know and give us feedback mm. you can actually say you know what this has impacted me in this area and this area and this area so this is this is what we we have seen and and i personally i'm i'm very much humbled because we also started a, an outreach program when i came to the school they had an outreach program which the school formally does and go mm-hmm. to um a kalinen police station but when 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 one prayed and one the lord said to me there are so many um young people who who are not talented in sports they might not even talented in singing but they might mm-hmm. be having a passion of reaching out to communities because the vision of Doxadeo mm-hmm. is knowing God loving people and impacting the future so knowing God loving people uh, reaching out we are actually yes. saying we are displaying who God is and he is love so when we made a call for young people to just mm. you know be part of the outreach program they came in numbers and we made a drive of collecting clothes and they just brought clothes they just brought clothes they just brought clothes and as they brought clothes therefore we identified the leaders because last year there were two uh, female learners who actually uh, came out and say we want to you know give clothes to the people that are poor the underprivileged in communities and so when we sat down we we made a structure based on it and then now they started to tell their their classmates and their friends and then now we started to come together now to have meetings you know with them and we also reached out to another orphanage whereby we are actually saying we want to expose mm. you to the how thing to to the how ways of doing things and we also want hearts you know of impacting the lives of the underprivileged we don't want to do the work but we are exposing you and we are giving you an opportunity to grow in the calling that that you have received you know from god and that has worked out very well because we ended up reaching out to a particular community in mamelodi giving our clothes and also toiletries to those communities and and it was very very humbling and impactful so yeah i really see the light and i'm grateful for the opportunity that god has given me to can just build up life so edified how in this school i mean this is like what you're doing is like a dream job for me <laughs> yeah. um you know <laughs> You know, we, well, I want to, you know, get into this space, but also like on a full-time basis and let it be like my bread and butter. But because of so many Mm -hmm. other things, you know, stability, we've got family responsibilities and this and that, it it will take time, you know, for a person like myself Mm -hmm. to eventually be in this kind of space on a full-time basis. So I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm like, oh, she's living the, yeah. she's living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, but what's important is the fact that <laughs> only God is making all of this possible, you know. Only God is making all of this possible. And uh, true. you, true. I'm assuming you've taken all of these steps that you've taken. Some weren't as clear cut, 
um, most of them were like faith-filled steps to say, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you with this yeah. and that. And, you know, if you're, if you're taking yes. me this route, then let's go, you know. Yeah. So, mm, so I mean, as you were talking. Yeah. We, yes, I'm just reflecting on, it, on, it wasn't on my own life mm. as well. Which yeah. is why I just feel mm. your story has been such a great impact to me. Yeah. Even though like today we are unpacking all of these things and I'm actually learning more yeah. Yeah. from you and about you. So I'm really grateful. I'm so grateful. But anyway, let me not get all emotional. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so growing up, did you ever think you'd be <laughs> where you are today doing all of these amazing things that you're doing? To be honest, you know, growing up, I never thought that I would be where I am today. Remember, we 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 grow up in in such a system, uh, which is a very good system that says, you know, get an education, get a qualification, mm-hmm. and just, you know, apply for a job and work. You know, yeah. So it's exactly what I did, and I worked at CSIR, but I never thought I would be where I am you know, today. And there's something that my mother always says, you know, when we talk, and then she will say, you know, if I knew that you were a gift, you you were a gift when mm. I gave birth to you, I don't think yes. I was going to, to take you to school, the mainstream school. I was just going to channel you in the direction that God has predestined, you know, for you. And, and she always says, you know, what? when I see you doing what you are doing now, I am able to reflect, you know, back mm. and, and see that you have always been a different child. You have always been a different child because she said, like, during the night, uh, I would say, I would wow. look at the moon and I would say, God is looking at us. Let us hide. Let us hide. So, and, and she said, there were times whereby I would just say to mm. my grandmother to say, you know what, this is time for us to pray, you know, and, and I will just take a chance yet you know on my shoulders we just need so she said you've always been a different child and when I see what you are doing now I I am really humbled and and to can actually thank God for for allowing me you know to bring such a gift in this world so I never saw myself doing what I am doing I was more into Mm. academics and you know an intellectual and 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 make sure that I get all the qualifications yes. and and pushing the levels, you know, of leadership and all of those things. Yeah, but you know, it, it made me to realize uh, what Jeremiah said uh, is to say yes. that you know God God knew us before in our mother's mm. wombs, and and because He knew me before I was formed. And he also knew that I will get an education so that yes. the very same education I can apply it, you know, in my life. And because mm-hmm. education exposes you to, 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 to different levels, you know, of things at the very same time so that I can also use the yes. very same education and be relevant to the now generation and the next generation. Because mm-hmm. if I did not get education, I don't think I was going to be relevant whatsoever. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, yeah, yeah. I did not even so see nothing has been wasted. So throughout out of <laughs> all that journey that you've been, I mean, following in mainstream, nothing is wasted. 
nothing has been wasted. They're all yeah. coming together. They're all nothing coming together nicely. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, tell me, because what True. you're doing mostly True. True. is serving. What does servanthood mean to you and why is it so important? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, uh, servanthood for me, one cannot serve unless you, mm-hmm. you recognize that, first of all, you are a gift. You know, you are a gift that has been given. So when, when, when our parents or when our mothers, they give birth to us, they give birth to gifts, you know. And for me, one cannot effectively serve unless you mm-hmm. recognize that you are a gift. And as a gift that has already been given by God to mm-hmm. the people, for me, servanthood also means to be selfless. Because one cannot serve people effectively if you are still full of self. You know, my time, my money, my resources, my this. One cannot effectively serve in that aspect. So for me, servanthood is just being a gift uh, that has been given. And once you have recognized that you have been given, you know, as a gift, therefore, that humbles you and, and, and you come into a level mm. of understanding that I serve. And therefore, there is no me in the picture. There is no me in the picture. I have been called, you know, to, to help people. To, I have been called to, to make sure that, you know, I empower them. I equip them with knowledge that is just going, you know, to change them radically and even challenge them to grow. And 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 yeah. one cannot just sit mm-hmm. and say my time this my my resources this therefore I give my time I give my resources so that the lives mm-hmm. that you know the environment has said to them you cannot mount to anything they can see possibilities that they can see opportunities that have been laid out you know for them and once one sees the seventh wood like that, then there is no way that you can stop. Because when you see the people that you are saving becoming great, when you see them being liberated, mm. when you see them, you know, growing even in a manner that you never thought that they would grow, then it gives you the courage and the motivation mm. to say, continue to save. So one cannot be a servant if you are full of self. One has to come into a, a place whereby you are selfless. Everything that you do, and it doesn't necessarily mean that being yes. selfless, it means that you, you must not take care of yourself. You must not maybe have a spare time. You must not maybe develop yourself. But it, it simply means that you, you have been called for the people and, and you carry people in your heart. One thing that is in that you see every time when you close your eyes and even when you open your mm. eyes, you just see people and, and you only have one thing in your mind. What is it that I can do to ensure that the very same people that I see in my hand, that they flourish, that they grow, that they get to a place of knowing who they are and ultimately being comfortable with who they mm. are, ultimately discovering wow. their purpose and pursuing. You can't be them. a so it's basically that. if you For are me, seven. the self. That's it. That's, it. <laughs> That's the bottom line. <laughs> 
Sure. Yes. Sure, Sis Lindy. That's it. Um, That's I've noted a couple line. of takeaways, and I will share this at the end. And these are some of the stuff that I had planned to ask you, like some of the greatest lessons, but I think you've shared so many already. Yeah. Um, so I won't ask you to touch on those again. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm blown away completely. <laughs> so um, okay. I've got my timer here and it's telling me that we're running out of time. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you some lighthearted questions just to wrap up, you know, five questions in okay. five minutes kind of thing. But let's keep it short. Okay. So right. first question, when was the last time you cried or you cry laughed? Okay. All right. The last time I cried, it was okay. 2017. Yeah, it was the hardest year of, of my life. <laughs> what that is was your... the last time I cried. <laughs> what is your favorite Bible verse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't have a favorite uh, Bible verse. I, I, I love the word, but for the purpose of this, uh, Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 God is not a man that he should lie not, that, not like the son of man that he should change his mind he does not speak and not act he does okay, not so promise and not fulfill so when I think about that verse for me it's, it tops it all verse 19 okay, I was just making a note Numbers chapter and 23 what's your favorite verse movie? 19 yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Woo, when it comes to <laughs> movies, I don't know, you know, like movies. Woo, <laughs> I don't even go to the movies. Maybe I need to <laughs> repent in that area, maybe. Yeah, I don't have a favorite movie. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I'm not a movie person. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should while, adopt, <laughs> you know, yeah, going out for the movies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe once yes. in a while. Maybe just if That's I can so just true. maybe go once in a while, yeah. maybe I can get right. into the Fourth flow. Fourth question: Are you, you know, a of, singer or yeah, a hummer? And all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Do you want to hit us with a Whoa, note? Oh, I'm a singer. I'm a singer. I'm a singer. I am a singer. Yo. A note, okay, for you are great, you do miracles so great. So beautiful. There so is beautiful. no one else okay. like you. The last question I th- Are you a dancer it. or a seat warmer? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yo, I used to be a dancer. Now I'm a seat warm. I'm just watching as <laughs> they are dancing. I'm like, like ah, <laughs> this dance move. Maybe I can practice it. But now I'm just a seat warm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. And um, so that was the last question. Yeah. <laughs> How can people get in touch with you to support um, Lissedi Foundation? Yeah. Okay, people can can mm-hmm. get in touch with me through this number. This is my eight number zero seven three eight four three two 
four double three. Four. Yes, four double three. So they. All right. Yes, so they can either call or WhatsApp. It's 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 okay with me. Social media platform, okay, Facebook, cool. and no, I'm, I'm not per, too oh, much there, but I am more effective through WhatsApp. Yes. It's very overwhelming. Yes. Oh, Sis Lindy, thank you so much. This has been so inspirational yes, yes. and very insightful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Now I'm challenged and empowered to do much more than what I'm actually doing. Yeah. You know, thank- after all, we've been placed here on earth to be the light, you know, be a shining light. Thank you so much for the inspiration. Yeah. yeah. And before we end, I just want to. Yes. Thank you so True. much. Before we end, actually, remember yeah. I said I thank have you for the takeaways that I noted down. So mm-hmm. I'll just read them out. Um, so number one is that if you've been called, yeah. remember the vision mm-hmm. is bigger than yourself. Okay. Number two, don't look at your situation and see deficits. Yeah. Always share yeah. and extend yourself. God is a provider. Number three, mm, yeah. pause and reflect, which is a big one. Yeah. And number mm. five, nothing is ever wasted. Yes. And number six, yeah. you can't be a servant if you are full of the self. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the takeaways that I've noted down and I'm taking with me from this. Yeah. Beautiful chat we've had. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Yes. Yes. Um, so, friends, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I look forward to your feedback. Pleasure. And Pleasure. if you need Sis Lindy's number and you missed it somehow, I will share that with you. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The details are in the episode description. Until next time, have a good week and stay blessed. Thank you so much, Miss Lindy. It's been a great hour. <laughs> thank you for lending me an hour out of your Saturday. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless you, hey? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Until yeah. we chat again, keep well. God bless you too. God yeah. bless you All too. Right. Goodbye. Yeah, yes. Same to you. Same to you. All right.